Okay, hi, this is Crystal Meth. If you didn't already know, if you listen to us, then you should know the score by now. But if you don't... It's also weird if you've never listened to us before, but you've gone on to your podcast player and gone into Crystal Meth and pressed play on an episode. And then this is Crystal Meth and you've gone, what? Evil. (laughs) Well, this episode... Oh, and introducing myself, I'm Leslie and that's Jazz. Hello. Say hi. And then we've got our male person, Mark. <laughs> the other one is inclusive, being inclusive when you to include a male. A white well, male. Nah, I don't really care about diversity and all that shit. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on that. No, I know. That's my nothing. Right, anyway, <laughs> we're talking this week about the ultimate evil, which is quite a heavy topic, yeah. really. Do you know what I just realised? Maybe I'm dumb. Well, I probably am. Is it evil if you take away, or if you add the letter D, you get devil? If you mm. take away the letter D, you get evil? I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. Do you believe that the devil 
brings about evil. To be honest, I actually prefer Satan. <laughs> I don't know why I just do. Yeah, I actually talk, feel like Satan. Talk about this in the Satan episode a little bit. Yeah, well, if you but want. The fact that, like, talk about what you Satan's want. only evil because he doesn't follow God's yeah. instructions blindly, which doesn't make you evil. Like to follow yeah, anyone because that would make me evil then because I don't follow any particular religious yeah. philosophy or whatever dogma, but I don't think I'm evil. But not even religious, <laughs> it wasn't I, it. Because... I was, no, you probably wish you were, but you're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is it not that like Satan? I see, is it not? It is so Satan like followed God's instructions to an extent, but because that's that was all it was like Satan's sin was that he wouldn't follow God's instructions blindly without yeah, question. he questioned like, them. Arrogance. Yeah. yeah, and he sort of fell fell from his status really. So yeah, or yeah, even using the word arrogant, I feel like that's very like mm. God was like because if you <laughs> I always think if you oh, yeah. it, was, it was just two random people like Yaz, if you were like to Leslie eat this light bulb and Leslie went, why should no. I eat this light bulb? And you went, you are so arrogant and jammed the light bulb in her face, you'd be a prick. Whereas <laughs> for some reason in the story of Satan, God. God <laughs> follow my instructions blindly and Satan's like sometimes people need questions and God confusingly the person saying that you shouldn't be questioned in the story was arrogant like no that's right no but there's also the philosophy that God and Satan are pals and they, they actually just work together to help souls realise the error of their ways I don't know South Park and sometimes get after each other South Park sure it's a South Park thing is it I feel I don't know. I feel like See, that's... all I remember about Satan is in South Park is his sweet sixteen birthday <laughs> party and <laughs> and him going out with Saddam Hussein and having a bad relationship with him. The devil's not me. He's very good. From South Park sings one of my favourite songs in a musical ever, which is saying a yeah. Up there. <laughs> where <laughs> up where the, yeah. There's an ocean blue. So, why have they made but why have they made Satan so gay as well? Is that because homosexuality is seen in the church as being evil and wrong? So they've no, just made I Satan think homosexual? They just made Satan gay so he could fuck Saddam Hussein because when they had Saddam Hussein. <laughs> this is Mormon, right? Boyfriend. It was really messed up. Yeah, so Saddam Hussein was still alive and was obviously like strongly anti um, homosexuality, so I think they had oh, yeah. Saddam Hussein off. And then Saddam <laughs> actually died. Is Mormon that old? No, the we went to see the Book of Mormon, remember, Yaz? Yeah, I'm sure Saddam Hussein was dead at that time. I don't think he was in the Book of Mormon, though. Up there isn't from the Book of Mormon. No, no, no. See, in the crazy dream, he's, yeah. Uh, was he? Well, I yeah, remember Jeffrey, the... Jeffrey Dahmer was there. Was it? Oh, maybe I'm remembering it. it Jeff, no, it wasn't. Saddam Hussein wasn't there. It was Jeffrey Dahmer, someone else. I don't know. Definitely not Saddam Hussein, I don't think. Well, I'm going to see it next year, so I'll remind myself what was there. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, it wasn't in the Book of Mormon. It was in Bigger, South Park, Bigger, oh, Better, and Uncut, which is one of the greatest musicals, I think, <laughs> have ever been produced. Oh, yeah, my God. I found it very educational, I have to admit. I didn't really know much about Mormons until I went to see that. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. But you raised like an interesting point when you said that basically, oh, why did they make the devil gay? Is that because Christians believe that being gay is evil? And mm-hmm. I was so I was basically chatting earlier on to my friend about, well, what do you think is evil? And then we kind of realised that it, what we consider evil changes all the time. 
like just depending on what society says is evil. Like, right. for example, yeah, ages ago people would say being gay is evil. Now depends who you talk to, what people say. But or even like what my friend said, she was like, well, being a woman used to be considered evil. Like just you breathing was actually that's true. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't, you can work, you can do anything, just your existing meant that you were pretty evil. And then Thinking even, about how many women were burnt as witches? Yeah, exactly. Just for literally being women, like not doing anything other than like maybe speaking up. And that was enough to make them evil and like say get burnt at the stake. And then even like today, whether you get vaccinated or not, like some people are saying, oh, if you get vaccinated, oh, yeah. then you're evil as well. And it's just... Well, call her me evil. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think you can do any of this in the devil. This is literally just... What I suppose as well, it's like entirely personal opinion, isn't it? Because that evil kind of... Evil is a point you're of saying view. About, yeah, like it changes or it's changed historically. But I suppose that's because there's been like an ebb and flow throughout time in all countries of whether people are very liberal or very conservative. That just kind of every sort of 90 years or so seems to change. And I suppose the majority opinion on what's evil is going to change because of that. But really, it's whether the majority are conservative or not. Do you so think that means stuff that we consider as fine today will be evil later on? Well, you can already see it's kind of starting to happen because we've got a not overly liberal. I mean, it could be oh, more like liberal, in my opinion. But in Scotland, we've got a pretty liberal society, but there's obviously quite a lot of pushback. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm sure I said to you guys before that Scotland Yard were going around the schools to talk to teachers to keep an eye on right-wing extremism because it's the biggest issue in young people. It's the biggest criminal issue in young people in Scotland is turning oh. towards, like, right-wing conservative extremism. Oh, wow. What, like making um, stories? Like Scottish stories? More so making we them like MP, but yeah, I mean, it's not a big jump from Tory to be MP, is it? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, yeah, they're the same thing, basically. Basically. <clears throat> Tories are just posh, and apparently it's all right to be a racist, homophobic, sexist if you're posh. Yeah, if you have money, you can do what you want. It's kind of fine. Oh, well. Well, I asked my boyfriend david because i feel like he is a wise person not just because like he's a man or whatever and i feel like <laughs> don't don't take it that way but he's got good s qualities yeah i just think he's quite wise and i said well what do you think would define the ultimate evil and he said to me that what he thinks the ultimate evil is is someone or something that takes great pleasure in causing pain and torture to children yeah or people in general. I, I would agree with you. You said in particular children or animals. But yeah, we said children's worse. And, yeah, and not, like not just killing them outright, but actually torturing them for a while beforehand. And, and just for fun. But then what what makes a person like that? Although also, according to David, David um, the fact that I didn't buy him a ice cream bun from the fucking Green Hills Bakery today. I and then I sent him a picture of half of it that I ate. As that's evil as well. Yeah, as <laughs> unnecessarily torturing other human so that. But that yeah. makes me really evil. Yeah, I, I think that's cruel. I can't believe. You <laughs> Look at me laughing like a maniac. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's pretty full on, Leslie. Yeah, what but that's because he like... kept mocking me about how much I liked the cream buns from the Green Hills ba- Bakery. And I thought, right, I'm at my parents. They've got ice cream buns, which one of which was for my sister. So I said, I'm having half of that, which she wasn't happy about. But I thought, fuck it, I'm having half of it. I haven't eaten anything. So I cut it in half. And then she had the actual cheek to say that I didn't cut it exactly in half. 
Oh my god. And Jeez, clean Patrick more? Cut something half. Sorry, I was totally on Charlotte's side there. I like that Yaz was like, oh my god, while well, I was going, I would be fucking raging. <laughs> I thought you would cut my bun in half and took a slightly larger <laughs> bit of bun. I'm totally on your sister's side. I, would I guess him. that me, I am quite evil then. Yeah. Wait, you just don't split things like you split it and then the other person picks the half first. So that See, that's what, again, <laughs> David said that I should have let her pick yeah. which one she wanted. Instead, I didn't bother Mars. I just got into the one I wanted. And that, Lily Leslie, you're God, and your sister and David's are both Satan. You're the wank. You're basically like, this isn't a bad act, and anyone who thinks it is, is themselves just a wingy dick. Well, maybe that's why Elise, who is an innocent little child, probably is right to cry when she sees me, because she probably senses the evil within she actually still cry every time she sees you. Yes. Oh my god. But then being selfish isn't evil, is it? Like Oh, that's one of the things. Philosophically speaking. Like, um, do the like the sort of the original kind of sin things like being angry or selfish or jealous or hating people, do they does that make you evil? Or well, have the Church of Satan says you should be selfish. What's the Church of Satan? Well, the, the, well, there's various various um, factions of the Church of Satan. There's the, the one that was founded by Sandor Levy in the 60s, which is more of a philosophy, not not so much. They believe in. They don't. They're atheists. We did an episode on this. Go back. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Satanic panic. No, but okay. How can what? So how? This is a bit off topic, but how can you be atheist and believe in Satan? You don't. It's it's a it's basically it's a symbol. So there's another Church of Satan which are basically there to question. So like we said earlier about the Bible, the Bible Satan questioning God, they're saying that in our philosophy we question things. We don't just yeah, take like, things as possible. It's okay. a symbol, yeah. So in it's not just good, all authority should be questioned. Yes, okay. Satan's a hero. Yeah. Okay. Whereas in the the Santor Levy one, it's more of an Alistair Crowley thing where it's basically do what thou wilt, and that shall be the whole of the law. Basically, you're out for yourself. You don't go around killing people yes. or whatever, but you do what you you are your own personal god. So you therefore do what you need to do to make yourself happy and create wealth for yourself, which then, a lot of businessmen do. If you think about it, are they the ultimate evil? evil. <laughs> I mean, oh, weirdly, I was agreeing with you about Satanism, but then, as you know, I'm always very on board with Hinduism and that mm. before. And I think I did the idea of did we did I do dharma? I think I did Hindu in the idea of dharma. But part of their idea of dharma is that so everybody's got a dharma, and to be evil is to deliberately go against your dharma. So your dharma, mm. your correct path in life. But there's things. How do you know what it is? Well, there's things that like apply to everyone. So things like not being greedy and not being selfish and not hoarding things. You have mm. to for others. So, so it's not so your fate. It's your mental. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm quasi evil because I don't think I'm entirely selfish. I think I am a selfish being, and ultimately, but <laughs> you're not. I am a bit. I mean, I can be generous, but if you think about it, right, I used to give it like, see this one, this one I was looking at, this guy who was, who was saying, does the ultimate evil exist? He was arguing, this Levi was saying that people are saying that, that are, if you're evil, you're completely without empathy. Yeah. But everyone has empathy to a certain extent, maybe even psychopaths. No, that's the thing. Some people legitimately are incapable of 
feeling empathy and understanding like the other person I think what he was trying to argue is that you walk past homeless people right and you may give them change now and then but then you'll eventually stop because you're like what's the point of this and but you still give to charity elsewhere that doesn't make you but like I can walk a homeless person and not give them money but I don't think that makes me selfish but I still feel bad when I'm walking past them but then you can't give money to every single homeless person you see either so like but that I think if you're walking past them and like kicking them I think that makes you pretty evil like if but I think there's some people that they're just like almost immune to it like they're just so tuned off that they don't they don't care really I think Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying but I feel like if you're so in your own world that you don't notice people that are like in pain that's not necessarily evil if you're so the evil again is being a Tory I think people that (laughs) notice that somebody's you know the people that like know if you're like oh my god like that guy's so ill I'm going to go over and give him money because I don't know like say it's in fact an example not that I was with a Tory because I'm very rarely with a Tory but um in the summer, like in the summer, that day that was mentally hot at the height of summer, I was walking up Buchanan Street and there was yeah. a homeless guy that actually looked like he was baking and I felt so bad for him and basically gave him money, not so he could drink something, but I thought then he can get water and also go inside somewhere. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that was awful. But I think the epitome of evil would be like if I was walking with the Tory and did that whole, you know, lots of people that are from Tory backgrounds are like, oh, you shouldn't give money to them because like man, Jackie actually knows seven homeless people that aren't even homeless. And you're like, what? I think like the dismissal of <laughs> yeah, other people yeah. being like that's yeah, evil. Yeah, I, I just never put that on the evil list of just deliberately dismissing people's needs. I've got a confession to make. Oh. No, it's not what I did. It's what I thought about. So remember, right, you know, recently that Tory was murdered in his own constituency yeah. in the no church. He's yeah. One of my thoughts were, fuck him, he's a Tory, that's one less Tory in the world. But then I was like, well, he's a human being and he's got a family and stuff. (laughs) So that's empathy. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm like, he's a Tory. I mean, it does seem awful. And he did seem like, strangely, because he was a Tory, he did seem like he was a genuinely nice person, which again confused me because he was a Tory. But I saw Joe that night and we were kind of saying... But the thing is, lots of people have had that thought. And at the end of the day, if it was Boris Johnson, yeah, would that be an acceptable way to kill him? No, because that would have caused him unnecessary pain. But is killing Boris Johnson or Jacob Rees-Mogg? Killing Jacob Rees-Mogg. <laughs> I think kill, killing Jacob Rees-Mogg, you'd need to actually make sure he's dead, like stake him through the heart and cut his head off at the same time and then bury like, him in concrete because he seems like a fucking Margaret Thatcher type vampire. Yeah, killing someone like one of the two of them that are... <laughs> But like I know that sounds like we're going mad. But we're gonna get. <laughs> no, but would it be evil to kill someone like that because their choices, their deliberate choices, cause the deaths and pain yeah. of other people? And they're still causing the deaths of people because yeah. the virus is still rampant. In fact, it's getting worse. And Boris Johnson doesn't give a fuck. I didn't even mean about the economy the because of their active starving of people that are living in poverty. Oh yeah, and killing off disabled people. Do you yeah. see that disabled guy yeah. that confronted Reese Mogg? No. He was no. like, you don't get... Right, you bad M and M... Not M and S. You bad M and S. So he went up to Reese Mogg and he's like, you don't, you're killing people like me. I had a job. You're saying that we're nothing. I had a job and a degree and you took it all away from me and all this. And he, he just, you could tell he didn't give a fuck. No, and again, that's the, the act of like... Oh, I don't care. Mm. And I mean, I get like they are. 
it's a weird one because like okay arguably killing someone is evil but at the same time if you look at the example of both of them yeah their their actions have caused the deaths of hundreds of people but then if you're saying they should be punished and killed who is it that gets to do that because surely someone running up to you in the street and stabbing you is not okay but um, you're taken to court and held yeah what you've done then mm. that's fair enough the thing is, it's 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 because being a Tory is not a crime. But I mean, yeah. they get the guy that stabbed, like, last week, like, he was one of my friends that's actually there at her parents' constituents. Yeah. yeah. Like, guy. And he'd been there for and 10 years. Or more, time. actually. But a long time. He is a racist. He's pro-Brexit. He's yeah. anti-LGBT. He's anti-homosexual. Yeah. He voted and against he, gay marriage. He's anti-immigration. He's, what is, he, he's literally basically... He's a typical Tory. Yeah, so he is evil, evil. and I, I like, but it doesn't mean it's okay for someone yeah. to go kill him no, because just because someone's bad, it doesn't mean I know. But I can't. Then at the same time, my thoughts then. I mean, again, it's not okay. You're right. It is not okay to kill somebody in that way. But I think it's very no. interesting as well that the media were because then for me to say, oh, he seemed like he was a perfectly nice guy. The way yeah. the media were all over that was like it's odd because although a lot of people have negative opinions of Tories, he's never done anything wrong. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Look, he's for voting no, he has known to be a racist homophobe. Well, because you've done an evil act, does that make you an evil person, or have you just done an evil thing? I suppose the thing is as well, which is interesting, because again, we're talking about Tories and we're talking about really wealthy <laughs> people. Like, I would say, if you rob a shop and you're living in poverty and you go to jail, but you're offered the possibility to rehabilitate yourself and to get a job and to become a better person. And you're actually able to get a job and you go out and do that and you become a better person, yeah. then your act wasn't evil, you were just in a bad situation. Yeah. But then it's weird with Tories because again I'm like, but then you, can you apply because even if you're like, right, if we made it illegal to be a Tory, so let's say that guy wasn't murdered, right? Which again is horrific. I'm I'm not saying it's okay no, to but murder. Still, people. Even if he was like a murderer, it's still not okay for someone to run no, up. Like, I agree with you. I, I think the death penalty is wrong, I disagree with it. Yeah. But yeah, vote them out. No, but even the outlaw being a Tory, right? And him <laughs> and Jace, Jacob Rees-Mogg and Boris Johnson all went to jail. It's not going to make any Michael difference Gold. because they're so yeah. rich. No, but even yeah. they're not going to become good people. Like fine to have, even if it was like we had the death penalty in the UK, it still doesn't make okay for a person to kill you in the street. And because... of course, no, after no. he died, you get all the pure zoomers that come out and go, yeah. "Bring back hanging." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's going to make it all better, is it? Which, again, is crazy if you think about it, because, again, yeah, I disagree with capital punishment, but to have somebody who, from what you've said, Jazz, and I believe you, is a wicked person, you all agree as a society that it's wrong to murder them, even if they're a wicked person. Yeah, but because... But then to be yeah. like, but the punishment murder of this wicked person should be public execution, it's like, well, <laughs> what, what is your message? Yeah, that it's it's wrong to kill somebody for being yeah. bad. So therefore, if you kill somebody for being bad, you should be killed. And don't forget that this is the second time in England that a politician has been stabbed to death mm-hmm. because Joe Cox, who was a Labour MP, was murdered. But I don't really see there wasn't any like special vigils in the fucking House of Parliament for her or the media storm that, that happened with this MP. Well, I can't remember his name. That's terrible. He was on an episode of Brass Eye I don't know if you ever watched it, Yaz, but I think Mark might have, where they were like, it was like a parody of drug, like anti-drugs campaigns, and they made up this drug called Cake. He was <laughs> one of the MPs that was like, suckered in to believe in it was a real thing. 
<laughs> campaigning against it. <laughs> Sticking up for something, I guess. So. Yeah. But come on, do you, like maybe you should do some research and not just naively think that that was real. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think most politicians do any research, so they just say what they're told to say. I was like, when I, I was like, I can't believe these people think this is real. <laughs> Paul Daniels was one of them, I think I remember. But then there was the paedophile one where Phil Collins was wearing a t-shirt that said nonsense and stuff with a hat on Uh that. (laughs) So you can't actually think this is genuine. But yeah, yeah, I brought up Jimmy Savile last week and he's definitely evil, but I don't know. But then then my dad's like, but he raised loads of money for charity. Oh my God. (laughs) Does it make it okay? Like, and then motivations come into it as well, don't they? Because he raised loads of money for charity to try and cover the fact that yeah, tracks that he was a pedophile. So yeah. Oh my god. Exactly. So what about people that are like that? You could say they're proper, proper evil, like serial killers and like molesters and rapists and things like that. I think everyone could agree that they're evil. But well, then that's one of the questions that comes up: is oh. is someone born evil yeah. or are they? Is that a product infected? Like, how does a person get infected with evil? Are they born with it, or is it a result of some experience that makes them evil? Like, because babies aren't. Well, I don't know if a baby can be born evil. You know, like they always say, "Oh, let's go back in time and kill Hitler as a baby." <laughs> Technically, it's like that's kind of an evil act in itself. <laughs> Killing yeah. a child, killing a baby is pretty evil. So, I've... exactly. <laughs> Things God, might have turned out different. No. So I was again I was talking about this with my friend and she because she's Jewish, she was saying that the first thing she always thought of was Nazis and Nazi Germany and mm. the that were involved in the Holocaust. And I'm like, I don't understand how like okay, fine, Hitler was evil, but how about all the people under him, all the people actually carrying out all the acts of the Holocaust? Yeah. How like how I don't know, I like I don't care how much They were just following orders. Brainwashed, but like how far would you follow orders? Like, but then, again, no offence to the the Jewish people or anything, but some part of me thinks that why are they doing the same thing Palestine. to what was done with them, yeah. to the people of Palestine? What's yeah. that all about? And because I'm saying not all Jews agree with that either. So, like, I mean, not all Jews agree that Palestine should be tortured or, or take their land take, forcibly taken away or seen as non-human. You know, yeah. that's what they're doing. And I'm think you think you would learn from what happened yeah. to you. People don't learn, and things go round, round in cycles. Yeah, there's so many countries where this sort of ethnic cleansing is happening, but nobody steps in to be like, no, this is wrong, and stops it. Like you've but got the world police try save <laughs> countries with oil, but they're not saving anyone that's actually mm-hmm. like, suffering. And then she was telling me that she was reading this book that was basically about a soldier that was like he was a Nazi basically, and he ran one of the the sort of concentration camps. And they were talking about how they basically spoke to him from when he was about thirteen, and or sort of asked about his life from then all the way up to that point. And basically, they like they basically gathered kids that were like I don't know from like underprivileged backgrounds and like kids that were vulnerable, and they started brainwashing them from when they were very young. So, which is the when, same with the extreme right, the right wing yeah. extremism now that I was saying. Mm. That's why they yeah, which is we were saying these right wing groups target vulnerable young people. Yeah, because if they don't have anyone or anything in their life, it, it's the whole thing that the Nazis did. It's the scapegoating yeah. where they're like, oh, yeah. but you do realize that you don't have anything in your life because basically, like, obviously, quite a lot. But nowadays, is 
there's too many Muslims in this country and, and women are allowed to do whatever and they I want think, and they're targeting young guys to say yeah. this. And I think and, this is what answers your question, Yaz, and, and what you're saying, touching on Mark about the Nazis, is that I was reading about myths about Nazis and like specifically that you know the original ones in Germany and the fairies and there was what saying like well why did why did they they think that the, the myth is that the reason that nazis came into power was because of racism and prejudice that the yep. people were prejudiced but that's not the case they weren't actually weren't a popular party at the time the only reason why he rose to power is through absolute propaganda and lies and he would promise people this and that, and basically like Tories do. <laughs> yeah, and um, would overpromise things, you know. And, and Hitler said, "Well, well, most people, what like, if we can convince people that two and two make five, then they'll go with it." So, I mean, a lot of Germans hated the Nazis, but I, I think a lot of people were brainwashed yeah. and I mean, and didn't vote. even realize what what they were doing to the Jews, like in the concentration yeah, camp. as well, that, like people who vote right wing. Mm-hmm. Like I think very much in Scotland or in England, like people will, if it's like Labour or if it's SNP and they say we would like to aim to do something and then they're unable to do it, they'll be torn apart. But the same people that would tear them apart that are like Tory voters, Boris Johnson just talks shit constantly. He you lies all the time promises. and they just... And they're yeah. like, oh, but he's trying so hard to help the country. And right. it's like, hold on, why is like cure... Starmer, Sturgeon, not being able to deliver something that they said they hoped to deliver, some sort of evil, wicked act. But Boris Johnson just actively lying constantly is fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But then propaganda still happens today constantly. Like, oh, all these people that vote for Trump, it's the same crap, mm-hmm. getting fed, all this. But again, I could maybe say, okay, fine, everyone's being brainwashed. So, like, a Nazi soldier is doing an evil thing, but he's maybe not actually evil inside. Mm. But the people that thought all this stuff up, the people that actually ran the Nazi things, like, they surely, they must be pure evil. Like, oh, yeah, they're definitely the, fucking evil. Like, planning the, like, the judge that gave permission to, like, the Israeli soldiers to go and just empty those houses. So, fine. Like, I mean, it's not okay. It's not okay that they did that. But you could somehow find a way to say, okay, they're following orders. But the person that actually ran the show, yeah. like, surely they must be, like, actually evil. Like there's otherwise how could you do that to another human being? It's like because they we think they're right. Benedict the sixteenth, yeah. seventeenth the other week, the Nazi mm. Pope. Like well the stuff we were saying about him, like he is evil and the difference is that the majority of Catholics nowadays mm. are not people who live in isolation and they're not people who are looking for like a way out of their negativity because even poorer Catholic countries tend not to be as yeah, they tend not to be like as war-torn poor Catholic countries, and then people who live in Catholic communities tend not to be isolated in yeah. richer countries. But then, so when he was saying things like you should like that, basically the worst thing in the world is gay people, or that we should go into I don't know, I'm saying we, I was not planning to follow them, <laughs> but the Catholics should go into a holy war with Muslims. Did he say that? Because yeah, we're so evil. You wrote an essay on it. Obviously, what? it's why he got sacked, even though he apparently didn't get sacked. But so you I, think I, he got sacked rather than he was pushed yeah, wrote, rather than? Yeah, okay, I written a paper. Not I said that like I wrote it yesterday. I wrote uh-huh. a paper when I was at university about how he did. Right. Like he, it wasn't a he got sacked. There's quite a lot of evidence to indicate it, and it was because of what he, because of his views on women, Muslims, and gay people. And <laughs> but I'd say like he's evil because that's genuinely his his opinion. And he's yeah. in a position of power and he's trying to encourage people to carry out violent acts. 
And yeah. luckily, the people he was speaking to are not people who are marginalised or oppressed, so are not likely to buy into that. Right. But it could have been dangerous. So they're not like easily manipulated. But then popes don't really have a good rep, do they? And 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 they're guilty of causing hundreds of deaths as well, because thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions even. Because <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, back in like the 90s, 80s, 90s with the AIDS epidemic or the AIDS mm-hmm. crisis. Pope, I'm sure it's Pope John Paul II. He was, so in Uganda, for instance, they had a massive AIDS crisis, right? And they were trying to encourage people to use condoms. But because the majority of the country at the time was Catholic, the Pope was saying, no, nah, condoms are bad. So that negates all the hard work that the, the aid workers are trying to do or yeah. the medical people are trying to do to save lives. But the Pope's like, no, nah, no, nah, let's just continue spreading AIDS because you can't use condoms. That's oh. evil to me. That's really terrible. Like, yeah, that is. But it's like, as you were saying, like, because someone thinks they're right, so mm. it, because they think they're right, they then get yep. pushed to your agenda. And mm-hmm. to me, that going into selfish, going into arrogant, yep. people, basically, you're pushing your agenda above anyone else. Is thinks. it part of the collective consciousness, then, that, that causes people <laughs> to follow oh. these... Start. There's been so many like experiments and stuff like that. It was the was it the you know that prison experiment, the Stanford prison experiment. Yeah, yeah. Aha, uh-huh. so that's interesting. You bring that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been loads of things like that where they basically like role places. They've got normal people, and I think in that one they made sure they were actually like good they people. were totally stable, good people with jobs yeah. that they've never been in prison. Like there was technically nothing wrong with these people. You put them in jail together, you've got the ones being the the guards, the ones being the prisoners, and it. It's absolute anarchy. These guys start abusing these people. These guys are completely broken. Mm. And it's just, you can't say that these guys were evil before you chucked them in prison. And so I think they actually told the guards to actually not full on abuse the prisoners, but actually like completely dehumanise them, like mistreat them in a way that they were just like broken. And I'm like, but the average person in the streets not going to do that. So how did they go from being a normal person to suddenly being a Maybe. person? Having unlimited power does just make you evil. Because if you think of, again, we keep talking about Tories, but they have, <laughs> the majority of Tories have unlimited amounts of money, yeah. comparatively. And therefore, and, you know, in modern society, having lots of wealth is what makes you powerful. Mm-hmm, and definitely. And that's where you're talking anyone, about. Anyone rich and powerful turns evil. And even going back to your point about Jimmy Savile, Leslie, mm-hmm. well, he was evil, but also he was able to do what he did because he was in a position of power and because he was raising all this money. So he was giving money to people. So it was basically like he was able to become evil because he was powerful and rich enough to do that. Do you not think maybe he was evil and the money? No, before he was famous, before he had all the money. He was still an evil bastard, to be fair. I read about it. Yeah, he's already evil, but the money's just like enabling his evil. Yeah, a bit like Michael Jackson, I think. Yeah, that's a whole other pot of weirdness. Yeah, I would equate it to the same thing. Like Mm -hmm. the money, as soon as he had all those millions, what did he do? He created his own pedo um, fantasy (laughs) land, basically. Yeah, money. Your average pedo wouldn't be able to do that. (laughs) He'd get the jail. But then in in the the prison experiments, it's the power that made them evil. Mm. Or is it all, do we all have evil within us? It's just a matter of how. So what circumstances think, would turn us completely beyond so, reproach? So if you were put in that situation where it was kind of one of these 
you know you get these end of the world dystopia type places when there's mm. like, food anymore and everyone's just survival of the fittest i wouldn't survive i would be dead oh, no, in like good. i'd be dead in like half an hour would you turn into the one of the evil kind of people that are trying to get the power and um like, or just think i don't know would you turn evil part of me thinks i probably would because <laughs> <laughs> i'd want to survive i genuinely don't think i would because i don't think that but if you're living in a dystopia, you think, well, what the fuck? We're, there's nothing. I think it's the whole, like, you're living in a dystopia, so everybody's competing for resources. And again, it's different because you need resources. But, like, I genuinely am not competitive. Like, I don't really I understand. I yeah, I wouldn't make it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think maybe you could still kill people. But, you, yeah, if you, if you killed someone to save your own skin, but didn't enjoy doing it, I don't think that makes you That's evil. That's survival. That's survival. I don't think I could kill someone to save myself, though. And I think if I did, I'd probably have a mental breakdown afterwards. Yeah, okay, noted. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that, but I think humans go one of two ways, though. There's people that there's something in them that makes them turn into the bully. Is there evil animals? Sorry? Is there evil in the animal kingdom? No, thank you. are saying you. I mean, technically we are animals, but, yeah, but yeah. I've seen footage of chimps killing other chimps. But why? Yes, yeah, it depends what you class as evil. No, mm-hmm. but I mean, maybe that chimp like, slept with that chimp's wife or something. Oh, know. what? <laughs> you just, you're making your <laughs> anthropomorphizing <laughs> these chimps. <laughs> like you live in a fucking sitcom. <laughs> a soap opera. I don't think animals are evil. I don't think they have, like, well, there are some pretty fucking evil things out there. I mean, what about like my like David was telling me about this this um I think it was a parasite or something or is a wasp and it it basically invades other animals and then turns them into zombies oh and god, then they're young god. basically eat them from the inside out. Oh my god! Why? Horrific. Yeah, but it was that's, just me that way. Yeah. But then why the fuck But that's fucking horrible. That's pretty evil thing. Mm. Maybe that's it's about choice, isn't it? Like the wasps don't make a that's the wasp doesn't make a choice to that's just how its life cycle works. But then it evolved to be an absolute cunt. So maybe humans are just some of them are like that as well. But that's what I mean, like, maybe the way your brain is wired, like, if you look at the playground with children, there's ones that become natural bullies and ones that become, like, almost walked over and ones become leaders. So there must be something in your brain that makes you go towards these things. Because at this point, you're still children. It's not like... Yeah. Like, I don't know, there's stuff that's still, like, forming in you. I mean... Yeah, I suppose and I, it's I based on how you've been brought up. I tried being a bully once and I didn't just I just didn't like it. Just didn't like it. When did you try being a bully? When I was like younger in primary school. But then that was the influ- I was an influence with another girl that really decided to bully this wee girl and then I just went along with it, which is pretty bad because I but felt then, really shit afterwards. So you but that see that's the difference. You didn't initiate it. You were She did, yeah. She, I didn't initiate it. She started it, but then yeah. I feel like I didn't do anything to stop it. Yeah, but which then is, it goes back to what we said earlier about like caring or not caring. Like the fact that you did it is bad. I had empathy. The fact that you cared about it afterwards means that you're not evil, you just did a bad thing, whereas the person right. who did it and didn't care is evil. Okay. Yeah. And the fact that you didn't speak up and you feel guilty because you didn't speak up it doesn't make you evil it just meant you just weren't I think I am a good person I think you're a good person thank you I, I like you <laughs> we kind of like you it's all right <laughs> so, I, I just forget to I think with me I forget to buy but sometimes I used to be quite generous I would buy people presents for no reason and stuff 
But then would that to make me feel better about myself rather than make them feel happy? Like make me feel superior because I can buy you stuff? No, I think if you like forget to buy people things on their birthday, it's because you're you don't care what people think about you. And if you just buy people presents randomly, that's because you see something and you're like, Oh, that person would like that, so really that should be kind. Yeah. Okay. Last time I saw you, Leslie, you bought me a really cute pair of socks. And like, oh yeah, <laughs> like that's so cute. That's like such a sweet thing to do. And like, I bought Mark some plants. Dead by some plants. Are they alive? No, they're dead. Oh, <laughs> oh you evil bastard! <laughs> I didn't. In my defence, I mean, I never contacted you about this because I didn't want you to feel bad. It was definitely the pot because I'm only good at growing plants. Like, I have plants everywhere. Everywhere in every room. I tried to grow the herbs in it and it just grew out as fungus. So then I cleared it all out and I tried to grow other little, like cress in it and then it didn't grow. So then I cleared it all out and I tried to grow succulents in it and they all died immediately. Oh my God. So I bought you some evil pot plants. Did you curse it before you gave it? Yeah. Hex on it. Because I'm evil. It was still a very cute present because it's okay. It was a thought that counted. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely cute. And evil people don't do that, or selfish people don't do that. So you're okay. You're fine. Yeah, but I didn't buy my boyfriend some cream buns. So. Oh, but he didn't deserve them, so it's fine. So apparently he's done so many nice things for me. Well, he has. And then he goes, Do you know what he said? He went to the garage, my local garage, and uh, he went, I'm going to buy loads of nice cakes out there and you're not going to get any of them. <laughs> yeah, well. I think you still get some, though. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm, he's like, do you want your, your dinner before or after the podcast? Like, I'll have it after and I'm having a pizza. And he's like, I'm going to take all the toppings off your pizza. <laughs> Look at that. That's pretty mean. Like that. But that's what we do. That's how. That's our relationship. We just take the piss out of each other and say yeah. we're going to do things. <laughs> like I often say that I'm going to like throw his mobile phone down the toilet and stuff. Like you know, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you really need to. I mean, I bought him that phone, so I'm not going to throw away something I bought. <laughs> but if you hadn't bought it, then you would. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> no, that's another joke we have because. There was one crazy day. I know we're going off topic here, but I, was, I need to lighten the mood. And when I was in my flat, I was convinced. Sometimes I sit in the toilet and just look through Twitter while I'm doing a shit. <laughs> and I was convinced that I'd somehow gone into a sort of fugue state and somehow dropped my phone down the toilet, which you'd think you would hear, and I'd flushed it because I couldn't find my phone. Like half an hour later, I was looking for my phone. And I was like, where is my phone? Oh, my God, I can't find it anywhere. Oh, shit, I flushed it down the toilet. And I actually said to David about it and then I actually found my phone. So I, I, ever since after that, any time I lose anything, David just goes, did you flush it down the it's toilet? So <laughs> I mean, fair on David. <laughs> I mean, is it even possible to flush a phone down the toilet? I don't think it would fit. <laughs> don't know, I've never tried yeah. Oh my God. Shall I take this conversation in an entirely different direction? Yeah, go on. So one of the things that I was reading this afternoon, which I already said to you guys, but we mm-hmm. haven't started recording yet, so listeners, you don't know. Um, I was saying to you that I was reading this article by a woman called Mindy Weisenberger. I don't know why I find the name Mindy funny, but I do. 
Mindy. Yes, that's probably yeah. what it is. Um, I used to get the Mark and Mindy theme tune stuck in my head for days on end. It was torture. That's evil. That is evil. Okay, sorry, Mark. Carry on. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the Mark and Mindy theme tune. Please don't, don't remind me. Quite Please. Get stuck in my head, but that makes me really happy. Oh God! Please don't remind me. Then Mark. Anyway, um, so she she works for Life Science, and she'd done this research article that I was reading about what. So basically, she was trying to research what evil is, why mm-hmm. like, people think evil exists, and her entire point was basically that the explanation for any belief in evil. She basically said evil doesn't actually exist, and evil is just the word that people used to use for infectious diseases. Oh which, yeah. Well, yeah. I suppose you say like the evils of nature or or the evils oh, of like COVID. COVID. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's just, she was basically saying exactly that. So it started off that when something happened to you that we would now say, oh, they're, well, we wouldn't say they're diseased because we don't tend to point at people in the street and shout diseased at them. But we would think, oh, I am diseased. They are diseased. She was like, you would say that you'd been touched by evil like, and that developed like, over time. Okay. Sorry, yes. So like you've been like inflicted by something evil, but that, yeah, there's that's exactly it. She said like it developed over time into the into belief in mysterious evil forces. So all the kinds of things that we talk about in the podcast generally, like Satan and witches and vampires and werewolves and so well, on. Well, there's always an evil it's an extension of this oh, idea, like you know, like Voldemort or the evil queen from the Lion yeah. Rich in the Wardrobe or or Darth Vader even. Like they're an evil force that you have to call, like the good has to conquer. Mm. Like is it you talking Which is about like that? Ill health because if you get something like cancer, for example, like well, I'm going to beat it. Yeah, you have like you have fight to it. fight it. Yeah. Yeah, because you're fighting the baddies. Really. But then, can that not be used as an absolute cop out to be like someone mm-hmm. works for some, for example, and be like, oh, it wasn't me. It was I was touched by evil or something evil came over me. And like, you're like no, because nope. she's not saying like that's okay. She's like, in fact, she then goes on to kind of criticise it and say that although she thinks that's what it means, it has resulted in lots of unnecessary death. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Sort of. In fact, hold on. Where's the bit? I'm just going to scroll through her article because she makes a really interesting point. Well, this guy Levi's compared them to like mythical creatures are widely understood to have direct correspondences in international history and politics like Imperial Japan, Nazi Germany, Red China, Mm -hmm. Soviet Russia, Al-Qaeda, Iraq and Iran are seen as like compared to like the evil that you must defend against, like defeat to the death. Whereas on their side, they might think we're the ultimate evil. Yes. Do you not remember George Bush talking about the axis of evil? Oh god, the axis of evil. <laughs> it's all like Egypt, all this stuff like Yeah. Egypt, yeah. It was all the... <laughs> right, thanks. They even had like did they not have like playing cards with like who's the most evil that they need to find on the playing yeah. card? I think ridiculous. one was Comical Ali from Iraq and Sam of <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like so some idiot in the States had decided that all yeah, the axes are the evil. The axis of evil. Well, why don't you point it at yourself, you fuck? There was then like a, a comedy show set up after that called The Axis of Evil and it's all these like Arab comedians and they're absolutely hilarious. Oh, and there's one guy, there's a guy, I think he lives in Dubai and he's Korean and he comes on the stage and I think the show was like in Dubai or something and he starts talking Korean everyone's just sitting there going like, what is this? And he suddenly bursts out talking in Arabic, which oh, no one like realises he's going to do. So he's basically a Korean Arab. But basically, every comedian was from one of the countries of the axis of evil. So they just <laughs> took it and just, just, yeah, like took advantage of being called evil and just made this whole show about it. It was absolutely brilliant. It was so funny. But yeah, see, as an Egyptian trying to get into 
America, you have to write on your pass. Like, it actually asks what? you if you're from one of these evil countries. And ah! it, it actually says Egypt. So there's a question. I'd say England's evil because yeah. of what they're doing to Scotland. <laughs> they won't let us go. Like, when I went to the States, I was, like, terrified of filling in, like, the visa waiver because if you get any of it wrong, they'll, like, block mm-hmm. your entry. So it actually says, have you ever had any passport from any of these evil countries? Or does it say evil? Oh. Any, it's all the acts of evil countries. And one of the I wouldn't Egypt, consider Egypt evil. Thank you. Of course they're not. But, like, I had a Egyptian passport. Sorry, I wouldn't either, but I think you're like, thank you, Liza. I'm glad you finally. <laughs> what? I've never considered Egypt evil. I love Egypt. Probably <laughs> I've been there. Okay, there were some fucking dodgy people there, but there's dodgy people everywhere. There's dodgy people everywhere you Egyptian go. Egyptian dodgies, special Egyptian dodgies. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make the whole country evil. I think they're evil. I think they're just a bit weird. But yeah, no, only only America counts as evil. And it's just, it's just a bit harsh. It's just like, I mean, what have we ever done to you? Well, well, this person, uh, Levi, and this sort of like what you're saying, Mark, with the scientific kind of viewpoint, philosophical viewpoint of evil, is that they were saying that that he believes that evil is basically like a a, a mistake oh. that's happened. Okay. So, and the what, universe. Well, what they were saying is that recent world history provides a lot of evidence for the theory of evil as an original mistake since every act of war or genocide can be traced back to an earlier act that motivated it so you're saying hitler's world war ii can be traced back to world war one which can be traced back to the franco-prussian war and the napoleonic wars japan's attack on pearl harbor can be traced back to commodore perry's gunboat diplomacy in tokyo bay strife in africa maps back to the tragic dregs of european colonization i.e britain in France. Iran's hatred for the United States of America clearly originated with the 1953 overthrow of Mohammed Mossadegh. I don't know who that is. I'm quite ignorant with these these situations. And now that's why if you don't know what's happened in the past, then you you won't learn. You know what I mean? They don't excuse the horrors that follow, but they do provide an answer for the future. Perhaps our best chance to end the cycle of war and violence in the world can be found not in greater military preparedness Mm -hmm. and action, but in greater global understanding. We Mm. don't need to master the cycle of violence, but we need to end it. And that's the thing, like, there's so many, like, soldiers and stuff, and then they kill people. They're told to kill people in the name of their government. Does that make them evil? The act of killing? If, um, he, I think he's just basically a pacifist, this guy, this Levi guy, and he's saying that we should all be pacifists. But then when you look at soldiers that are like, they are brainwashed into thinking, okay, these people yeah. are killing or not. I don't killing. know, I think there's some people who, who quite but you enjoy it. To, yeah, probably, they're weird, right? But he has to like almost dehumanise the people that he's shooting, else like he will struggle and then you see all these And that's why a lot of them are, suffer from PTSD. Oh. They yeah. come back messed up because there's no way that killing someone is not going to mess you up in the head. Like there's mm. just no way. Because Apart from the odd ones that relish it. But then they were already messed up. Yeah, they were mm. already messed up. It's bad. Yeah. Um, then it's, it's kind of interesting what you're saying that it about how each event can be traced back to another one, but that almost sounds like it's going back to the whole sort of Christian idea of the original sin. So the reason mm. why that exists is because of the original sin, which I don't believe in, but that's almost what that's. Thing. Kind of makes me think. Well, what was the point of Jesus dying on the cross? Because it didn't really eradicate evil, did it? <laughs> it still went on. I mean, what was that not meant to be to like like white people sent? Oh, I don't know actually. Yeah, yeah. It was to kind of like, 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 then I do agree with what you're saying that that then 
ceases to make sense because it's basically like God gave people free will. Yeah. Because yeah. of people's free will, they committed evil acts. God was angry that they committed evil acts, but they were only doing it because God gave them free will. Yeah. Then Jesus died for everyone's sins, so gave humanity a clean slate. But God continued um, to give them complete 100% free will. Yeah. Therefore, they continued to do evil things. But does that not, well, not coerce into evil? But does it not make sense that God gives you free will? So if you do an evil act, that's on you and you should be able to keep going for it. You can't keep going You can't keep saying, oh, because there was an original sin or because your father's sin or because someone before you did something. You can't use that as an excuse for your own sin. Like, it's your sin, it's your sin because you have free will. So I, don't but then think I think as well, it goes back to what you said earlier because yeah. if you the majority of people do bad things is because they're coerced into doing them yeah only be coerced if you have 100 percent free will whereas if god gave people like 90 mm. percent free will you where you could make your own choices but it was impossible to go against the will of god mm. then you would still be able to set your own path but you would be incapable of evil which would make everyone pacifists which would make the world a better place but oh that's quite interesting actually because if I'm you sorry, have my brain's will, fried no, no, it's so basically you're almost saying like if you had 100% free will, you couldn't be manipulated. I don't actually think we do have free will. Like, I don't think yeah. we do. Because people get manipulated all the time. No, but if I had free yeah. will, then I would choose not to work, but I have to because this is what no, the world is imposed. That's no, what fate has imposed will. on me. When you're manipulated. But I, you could choose not to work and just. Yeah. Like on the door and not work, mm-hmm. but you've chosen to be a decent human being and go out and work. But then that's what society has forced on me that I have to work to in order to afford a place to live and stuff like that. So technically, that is against my will because I'd rather not be doing that, but I have to because that's what's been forced upon me. But are you? But then, really, what you're saying is that you want a nice property that you don't have to pay for yeah which isn't then going against your free will because that's you just wanting something that you don't have because that's not an act of free will it's not like you can say i freely choose to have a nice property without being able to afford to pay for it so really the issue is not what society is making you choose to do the issue is what you want yeah like why do you want that so you're making choices (laughs) to but then I'm thinking maybe everything is free. Do what you want, which is free will. Maybe I don't have free will because maybe the timeline I have to do this, everything I do is is already been predetermined, yeah. not by a god or anything, but just by time. Well, I can't believe that. Like, I believe okay, everything's written down. Everything you still have and you don't have free will. Then you do have free will. It's just that you can't change no your fate. What you choose, it'll still hit that same path. In Leslie's defence, as this is the when I did Islamic studies at uni, this was the bit that confused the absolute fuck out of me because it was like, <laughs> how can you have free will? How can you have a hundred percent free will and also have a predetermined path? I was yeah, like, I, 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 don't, you know how I, I mean, I studied it for four years and I still don't understand it. And I feel like everyone who was Muslim in the class was like, yeah, at like the first second of year one, and I was like, what? No, no, I, I completely appreciate that. It's a really Maybe you can try and help us understand then, yes, because I just okay. don't get that. Um, so, you know when you get those books when you were little where it was like... Um, it was like your own adventure? The, yeah, the own adventure ones, and you pick the path that you go, but in the end, they all actually end up in the same path. So it doesn't matter what path you choose, you're still going to end up at the castle. So you've, you've got the free will to choose how you get there, but the person that made the game knows how you're going to end because... But then I'd argue that's not free will. <laughs> Yeah, because either 
the end destination is paradise, which means there's only yeah. one thing that's predetermined, which means mm-hmm. that that's my 98% free will thing. So God controls right. a tiny aspect of your life okay. and nearly everything else is free will. Or if everything but you're forgetting determines other certain points in your life, well. so like you, you marry a specific person and you do this and you do that, then that's yeah. not free will. Mm. I tell you what, the one inevitable also, thing in yeah. everyone's lives and animals is that we are going to die. Yeah, so, that, that's fair. That's <laughs> all I can say. That's yeah, no matter truth. what choice you make, that's such a point. No matter what choice you make in life, you're still going to die. Yeah, true. You're yeah. either, whatever choice you make means you're either going to survive death or you're just going to be dead. But you're still going to die. So Yeah. Which I suppose then makes sense because it's like God knows when you're going to die, but that's not really actual predetermination because you still can make all choices up until that point oh, now i'm just back to square one and confused <laughs> basically this limited life that you have whether you think you have free choice or not don't choose to do evil things okay just just be a nice person but i'm going to jump back to this woman's article what i thought was okay. interesting was so after her saying that it was wrong to kill people but then she kind of makes this point where she's like or maybe not which is relating to death because she says historically many cultures in Africa, Asia, Europe and North America used supernatural forces to explain diseases. Examples of this include surges and witch hunts in medieval Europe when the continent was ravaged with the Black Death and the New England vampire uh, hunts when uh, that section of America was overwhelmed with tuberculosis. I didn't know there was New England vampire hunts. That's interesting. Oh, we should. I'm going to put that in the list. It's oh, I do. Nice. I, I, I love the New England Vampire Hunt stuff. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so sorry. So she says, this, in all fairness, had a practical side effect. Sick people that showed signs of apparent evil influence would be isolated, shunned from their communities, or often killed. Well, hmm. evil actually protected others from the spread of pathogens. <laughs> what, do, what? Come on, I'm sorry. That sounds like if you catch coronavirus, we're going to kill you to stop it spreading. Or that is effectively what she argues. So she says, like, now we have the technology and modern life that means that it's possible to self-isolate. But mm. with the Black Death and the tuberculosis outbreak, there wasn't any way for people to self-isolate. Yeah. So mm. the way that we minimised the death toll was by killing people, but by justifying it by saying, oh, we only burned them because they were a witch, or we only cut their head off because they were a vampire, whereas actually you were... It- that's protecting amazing. yourself from tuberculosis in a really evil God. way. That's wow. Evil. That's <laughs> evil. I'm sorry. <laughs> another interesting thing from it as well that I thought she said that um, in another study that she'd read, the people conducting the study had learned that in places where infectious diseases were historically widespread, people were more likely to believe in the mani- ma- sorry, ma- I can never say that malevolent power of the devil, mm. evil up witches and then she basically goes on to say that although there was there's like belief in we've talked about this before like the green man and the hooved mm. man and stuff like that so there's yeah. belief in a devil in a lot of cultures but he's only evil in cultures where there was widespread infectious disease while people were learning about him mm. there's lots of people who believe the evil eye as a good thing it wards off evil like we were talking about last week but yeah. in places where people believe that the evil eye is evil in itself there are cultures that were introduced to it around about the time when there was a massive widespread disease. And then same with witches. Witches were are considered good or were considered good in pretty much every culture. And cultures turned on these like wise women because at times when there was widespread disease. So it's almost like 
again, there's a link between disease and evil. People are more likely to be evil or to class others as evil when there's a massive outbreak of illness. Well, I mean, if we bring it up to modern times like COVID, yeah. people are saying that the vaccination's evil and it gives you yeah. all sorts of, like, they're trying to demonise our actual medical people who are helping people get through it, you know, putting them, like... In hospitals, like even today, I seen a stupid video on Twitter of these absolute twats that come in and and they went into a hospital and the the admin office and came in with all these brown envelopes and basically said we're serving you because you're evil, <laughs> you're doing damage in children, you're and you're you're denying the COVID is a hoax and all this. Sorry, they tried to sue the hospital for giving. Yeah. COVID. He made them to. He's like, you have to take these. You have to physically take them off me Aww. because then, then you've been served. Wait, and then, and then they were like, so they were all just like, you should see like the people who were actually in the office were just like looking at them like they were insane, and they were just like, okay, we'll take these off you. And then they went away, like the, the crazy people went away, and they were just like, oh, thanks very much for doing that. Yeah, and they were all very, very polite, and then left. And I think they probably just shoved those envelopes straight in the bin. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Oh, I'm assuming this happened in America, right? That's like no other country. No, in England. What? Like, this happens. That's like, like anti-vaccination rally with the crazy lady leading it. That was in England as well, wasn't it? That was in the middle of London. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So what? We've been infected with it. The anti-vax syndrome. Well, I, I haven't. Mean, <laughs> thank God. Oh God I'm trying to even this article. The article. <laughs> Where she says, so she pulled this quote from another study that says, uh, "We have uncovered that we have uncovered consistent evidence that historical and modern pathogen prevalence is related to an increased tendency for people to erratically believe that there are forces of evil at work in the world." So yeah, that kind of relates to that. That for some reason, every it's time kind of it's, a conspiracy when it's not. Yeah. And it's interesting because I feel like a lot of the mentalists are like basically which government do we blame? Like, is it the Chinese mm. government? Another government is like, no, it's a it's a disease. It's it's not the Chinese government or another yeah. government. It's yeah. just a disease. But it's like, yeah, we have to believe believing in evil when there's a massive pathogen. People seem to go, oh well, where's the evil? It's because people can't accept that viruses exist. They're just like, where's the evil come from? Like, which makes me think, is there evil then, or is it just all natural? Because like we were saying with the wasp, that sounds like an evil fucking thing, yeah. but that's just its nature. Well, I don't yeah, the, you can call a virus evil. Well, it's an evil kills thing. a lot of people. It's, then it's, not, it's not actively making a decision. Yeah. They're making it cancer's evil, but what is cancer anyway? I don't even know. Yeah. Like It's again, it's something that's like, attached itself to you and eating off of you and growing. It wants to serve. Is it making a conscious decision to do that though? I don't get it, like viruses, because they 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 pass on, but but ultimately their hosts die in the end, and then they do they They die die with it or do they move on? And what what is the purpose? They keep multiplying, so Uh, the same one that gets to move on. I don't know. That's a fair point. Mindless. Well, evolution's all just to allow you to feed and breed. So I suppose viruses go through evolution. So that's all they're trying to do is find a food source and reproduce. That's mm-hmm. the only function that they have. So technically, they're not being evil. They're just. Do you just think like it's just because developed, um, like a higher state? Of, I don't know, like conscious, like collect. It goes back to the collective consciousness again. It's like we impose our own thoughts and beliefs on right. things that have no meaning. It yeah. just yeah, is. like we need yeah. an explanation for things. Like yeah. if a, a, a whatever, like a toad gets a wood wasp in its head, the toad dies, and its family are like, "Oh no, Steve's dead." 
carry on <laughs> golfing. Steve. Whereas, yeah, with us, it's like so-and-so's died of COVID, which evil secret underground yeah. world government is guilty of it, or was it a witch? Yeah. Because right. we something, we just be <laughs> like, it was just an act of nature. Yeah. But then does that make us evil for trying to kill the virus? Because we're killing it. Oh my god, what are you talking about? I feel so guilty for getting vaccinated. (laughs) Oh my god, Leslie, you're stopping the virus from flourishing. Stopping it from living. Such a bad person. Do you kill spiders? Yeah, I do, and I feel nothing. You feel nothing? That's me. Mm. I don't kill them. I should put them out. I mean, I kill wasps. It depends what they look like. Um, If I I have rescued a lot of spiders, right? But then there's some I'm just like, nah, I'm just going to kill you. And I don't care. I'm going to bring that right. I would feel, again, it's maybe conditioning because. But because I've it's so been small and insignificant, I'm of wasps. But I would never kill a spider. I think it's a genuine thing morally wrong. <laughs> but you kill a spider. No reason whatsoever. But I kill, kill wasps flies. all the time and I don't care. We've all killed. Yeah. Every single one of us has killed something. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely killed these things. But who decided it's okay to kill this and not that? Yeah. Why is it okay for me to kill a spider but not like a cat? Which is it, oh no! Don't. <laughs> it's really so evil. Even the thought. Because, of it, the you before. know what it is? It's because I am basically a god-like thing to that spider because I'm so fucking massive. If it was the other way around and I was the size of a spider yeah. and it was the size of a human, oh it would god. kill me with no problem whatsoever, and I can't do anything about it. Why, it would just why do you need to kill something smaller than you? Because like, really, actually, no, because. It just, yeah, I agree with you. Because I'm trying to say that again, you don't you don't project your own humanity onto something that small. You don't yeah. believe that it matters, so you just kill it and don't think anything of it Even, because it's yeah. it's so tiny. I, I think it's you know what I mean. I, I'm finding it hard to explain this without sounding callous, but. But you wouldn't kill a mouse or something. That's no, because you but, can see its little heart beating, yeah. and I just couldn't do it. But a spider, it's yeah, so it alien to me that I just fuck it. Like, yeah, like spider, you don't think it has feelings, so you think yeah. to kill it. Yeah. Um, but then, because it's so small, eating meat. Anyone vegetarian will say it's evil because you're killing an animal. Whereas most people don't think it's evil. It's fine to kill an animal and eat it. I also think as I well, mean, yeah, flies think and really... spiders, they don't live very long anyway, so, <laughs> so you're just killing them early. <laughs> yeah. And you're taking that away from them. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think yeah. if I put this spider outside, am I just, put, am I just hastening its death? Because the reason it comes in is to be warm. And if you put oh. some spiders outside, they die of cold. Well, put them in a different room. But... No. No, you'll come back. I think that's just a way of life. We are predators. We are killers. That but we choose. Not. You're not. Oh, yeah, Mark doesn't kill anything. Uh, Mark, you've killed something. You it's have to. Other than wasps. Exactly. So there you go. But it's not like I get a. I don't get a kick out of killing wasps. I'm not, not saying like you get a kick out of it. I just kill I'm them saying... and hate them. Well, there you go. We're capable of killing, and and that's just our nature. But. I, if, if I was to feel guilty about every single bloody spider and fly that I've killed, I don't think I, I think I'd be in a bloody nut house. Yeah, but does that mean every person has that little bit in them where there's things that we find acceptable to do, and that's yes. your level of evil? And or what about the, the term necessary evil? Yeah, uh huh. And everyone has that, and that level of evil, and every person is different, and it stops you where your boundary is of what you think is acceptable to do. So, I think. 
Like I say, evil is a point of view, but is there such a thing as the ultimate evil? That's where we're trying to get get to here. So I think we should try and wrap this up. But has anyone watched the Netflix show uh, Midnight Mass? No. No, I want to. Honestly, um, it's fucking amazing. And it, I is think it, is it made by the person that made um, Hell House? Yeah, and, yeah but, it's because it's yeah, cast the same people, certain people that were in them, like, you know, Elliot from E.T., he's in it. Yeah. And uh, the women, I don't know, one of the women in one of those shows. Um, no, but I mean, I will need to watch it because I absolutely love it. Okay, it's so annoying because I don't, I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's so oh. up my street. Like, it starts yeah, off when you're thinking. Yeah, please really upset. Oh my god, and I think you'd really like it because of right. I'm because of the religious aspect to it. Obviously, it's called Midnight Mass, so you can probably guess it involves the Catholic Church. But I, I really right. Please watch it so that we can discuss it. We can come back to it. Please, Yasmin, I think you should watch it as well. Definitely, the two of you would fucking like. I think you would agree with me how good it is. So and and how interesting it is considering like the morality of it mm, just think about the morality when you're watching it what would you do or what, what like i don't know i just find it really interesting but like yeah i think the answer is there is no answer really no everyone's answer. got a different point of view people what one person thinks is really evil another person might think is necessary yeah. and, and it changes I think it's like yin and yang. You can't get one without the other. If there was no good in the world, would there be evil? Because it would all just be the same. Yeah, how would you measure it? How would you like, measure that? Well, some um, people say the evil is just the lack of good. Yeah, so and, like, but then... Well, that's exactly what I was about to say. The founder of Mahai, the like, religion, when he was asked what evil was, he said there's no such thing as evil. Evil is simply lacking good. It's like mm. forgetfulness is lacking a memory. Or ignorance is lacking some knowledge. Yeah. Dark, dark is lacking light. So in yeah. the absence of it, you've got the darkness. Hmm, I like the darkness sometimes. No one said it's bad. Mm. It's just there. But yeah, that was interesting. And, yeah. <laughs> it's mine. It's, it's basically a bit of a mind fuck, but I, I think it was quite a, a good topic to delve into. And mm. I think we can explore aspects of it in other podcasts. So yes, yeah, yes. Um, I'd like to. I'd be very interested to hear what our listeners think about what they think evil is, you know. But you know, if you wanna let us know, you can tweet us. Just look up Crystal Myth on Twitter, or you can message us on Facebook if you're that way inclined. I mean, some people might think that Mark Zuckerberg is uh, <laughs> evil because he looks like a robot, has no feelings, <laughs> he doesn't care. He just wants to make his millions and billions off of everyone's data. Yeah, that's pretty evil. And he influences political part, like, votes. And he has no feelings, so... He has a, and a, it's a conscious vote. decision, so, yeah, he's pretty evil. Well, yeah. <laughs> Paul McCartney, I think he's evil, but Paul I've said that before. Evil. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, even though he's, like, a vegetarian and everything, or a vegan or whatever, I still think he's evil. I think he's evil for his treatment of uh, both the environment and Heather Mills. Yeah, definitely. And the weird vilification of her, because she was the victim of domestic abuse, but it was Paul McCartney. I found that all very odd. Yeah, but he's untouchable because he's fucking Paul McCartney, isn't he? (sighs) Yeah, so what have we got on the list for next week? Uh, We're down to ten things, so whoever's turn it is, pick a number that's That's right. I'll pick number five. You're wild, you are. (laughs) Oh, number five is uh, the permanently there one where... We need to pick a random country and do stuff to do with that. So hold on, I'm just going to do a random country generator. Yes. 
Oh, please be somewhere weird that we've never heard of. Yeah. Should we? Should I generate as a country each, and we can just do like a myth from that country? Yeah. Yeah. And we'll yeah. all pick one, so it's a variety. Yeah. Okay. So. Is be perfect again. Yaz, you are doing Morocco. Okay. Oh, that's quite fun. Yeah. Uh, Leslie, you are doing Namibia. Oh, nice. Wow. I've never heard of Nim. Ne- I can't say it. Yeah. That's going to be a problem. And I'm going to do. Oh no, we've already. Okay, mine's come up China, but we've already done a whole episode on China, yeah. so I'm not going to do China. Have you I'm like... going to do. Oh, I'm going to do Valbard and Yan Mayan. I, I have no idea what that is. I've never heard of it. I'm going to have to write that down because there's no chance I'll remember that. I had to put it in the WhatsApp chat. Well, mine. Valbard. And Jan Mayen. Right, can you tell us where that is on the geograph- geographical map of the world? It's Svalbard. I'm sorry, I'm just reading this bit below. It's Svalbard and Jan Mayen is an archipelago in the Arctic Ocean. Well, good luck finding stuff on that, Mark. Sorry. <laughs> just, like, Maybe you should just make up stories about this place. Yeah, well, it sounds made up. Are there even any people that live there? 2,667. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was one of those places where it was just populated by like scientists, you know, in a little pod. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> its capital city is Longyearbyen. Oh, it has a city in it. Apparently yeah. so. Oh, throwing back to that Tory that got killed. Do, yeah. do you know, they never... <laughs> is it Salisbury that he's based? Uh, he's in Essex or something. Well, yeah. Well, now that that he got because he got killed, the Queen has said that that the, his constituency can be an official city. What? So does that mean that you know if there's other places that really really want to be a city, right. all they need to do is just have one of their politicians maliciously murdered, and the Queen will just grant it? That makes no sense, like at all. <laughs> God. Was it maybe one of these, you know when towns applied to become a city, do you think it was in the middle of applying, so she's just been like fast-tracked and right, fine, you can have it. Yeah, but, but isn't that setting a dangerous like pattern, like, I don't know, like, other cities might get the same idea. <laughs> well, we need some sort of tragedy yeah. to get her so we can become a city as well. Yeah. I don't think she should be doing shit like that. No. I'm just yeah, saying. She's probably gone mad with the old. The old? She, she got told not the to old. take a trip to Ireland and just to stay home and rest. Yeah, because all she does is rest. <laughs> I was saying to my dad, like, when is she going to die? Because I want a holiday off work. She's waiting for Charles to die. Oh, do you really? Is... You think she's waiting for Charles to die? Yeah, there's no way she's going to spite. When you said live like... your life, I thought you meant, like, really, like, has she put that out as a statement? What? Like, she's waiting for Charles to die. The Queen has officially stated she's waiting for Charles to die before she does. <laughs> There's no way she wants him to run the country, so I think she's genuinely waiting. Who did she want to run the country? William? Well, who would you choose out the pair of them? None. I'd get rid of a lot of them. <laughs> I mean, but you have to choose one of them. I'd uh, choose Harry and Meghan. And Sandra, because it would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening at all. <laughs> Honestly, King of the nonsense. Well, like, she'd rather, yeah. Anyway. anyway. I am Leslie and I am evil. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything that we want to say? Uh, I'm Mark and I think I'm good. And Yaz? Um, yes, but I'm tired. I'm going to go to my bed. Okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 Love you.